This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vale Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vale Valley Partnership. This is the Partnership Podcast. It's Eric Williams. So happy to be with you. And uh, I am joined by a special guest today. I mean, they're always special, but uh, this one's special because she does really cool things in this community. She's an old friend, and I really like the way that uh, she looks at the world. I want to see things through her lens. We're going to hang out with Claire Heffron for a little bit. Claire is the founder of, oh, now I, we talked about it as soon as we started, <laughs> and I'm like, I, uh, Colossum. There you go. You got it. No, it's Colossum. It's, uh, yes. All right. There we go. The Corpus Colossum, that, uh, that, those nerves that connect the top of the brain. That's, I guess, our first connection because, uh, or our first question because I messed up the intro. So, I mean, what, why this name? Where does it come from? Tell me a little bit about you. Sure. Hello. Hello, Eric. Eric. Oh, oh it's so funny. Your, your screen says Chris Romer. You're Eric. So, uh, I founded Colossum 16 years ago because I've always loved pretty pictures, but life is far more than pretty pictures. I want to know what's behind the pretty picture and what you do with it. So when, when we began as a graphic design firm, we really wanted to have strategy involved in it as well. <laughs> so Corpus Colossum comes from a my lifetime curiosity about life and about exploration and about always learning. So the Corpus Colossum connects the left side of the hemisphere to the right side, connecting form and function. Yes, I, we, we use that phrase a lot in our family, the, the form and function, you know, what's the beauty behind this? What's the, how's this gonna be used? I love that that's such a part of your, your business discipline. Is it, a, is it part of your personal discipline as well? We wanna know about Claire. <laughs> It sure is. I was just going to interrupt myself to say I'm reading a book right now that I am completely geeked out about. It is uh, it's by oh. Jill Bolte Taylor, and it's called Whole Brain Living. And the premise is that we don't just have one brain or two hemispheres. We have four characters in our brain, two on the left side and two on the right side. And you can actually kind of talk to them when you'll hear the fussy safety person, that's character two. And the taskmaster is character one. And the, oh my God, I'm amazed to be alive is character four. And so depending on who you hear talking, you can kind of have a conversation in your head with the different characters. And she calls it a brain huddle. So as you may know, we can rewire our brain through focus and through practice. And so <laughs> I, stud I study neuroscience. I love flow state and I geek out on books that are about the brain and psychology because I think it's such a fascinating way to look at human behavior and human behavior is a brand. You know, we each have our own brand and so do, so do companies and products and service. So yes, that's where it comes from. It, it all began long ago. My dad used to take me to the airport early for a flight and we would sit on the outer seats of the console and watch people go by. And he taught me to make up stories depending on who we were watching. So I'm insatiably curious. Those are those are fun memories too. That's really cool. I having known you for a while and uh, and seen your work around the valley and all over for so long. I don't know if I knew like the very beginnings of that story. You know, we're doing a lot of uh, a lot of study right now, mental health studies at uh, the partnership uh, with our team around the inner critic and that voice that we keep hearing that's in our head. So I was I'm very interested in this. Thank Absolutely, that is character number one for you. <laughs> I call her Clarice in my world. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She's you can name her. You can yeah. give her a name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, I don't know if I want to name. We're not doing that in the podcast. <laughs> 
Hey, I want to uh, thank you for sharing some of that because I do think that flow state and the, and the things that you're talking about obviously inform who you are, but inform your business. And uh, as I shared with you very briefly right before we started, that uh, your business is something of a mystery to me. I mean, you are you're you're John Ham. You're you're the madman. You are the you're an ad executive. You know, and all these things. There's so many things in my head. Uh, you know, you you do branding for people, and that to me is kind of a mystery. How you pull someone's story and their essence out, and then share it with other people. So, I mean, one, how do you get into it? But then two, like, how do you define what you do? Sure. I was just talking to one of my affiliates before this, and I said I grew up in the Mar- Martini era of marketing. Yeah. So when, when the account execs would go have martinis at lunch and you couldn't count on anything in the afternoon because they'd had martinis for lunch. And, and one of my famous things is I, I began as a graphic designer and I designed a brochure called for IBM called What is the World Wide Web? So it tells you, tells you the generation that I'm in. And so I always, I've always had an interest in design and I leaned more towards marketing than advertising. And the really the, the simple way I define branding is it's the five senses uh, plus intuition. So what do you see? What do you hear? What does it sound like? Or, uh, let's try again. See, hear, touch, smell, taste, yeah. and intuition. And you make it tangible. So exactly as you said, an art director's job is to extract the essence and to look for the sweet spots and the differentiators and the gap fillers and and make it tangible. And that is the branding is the foundation of marketing. So if you begin marketing or advertising without a structural foundation, what is the tone? What is the story? What is the essence, and particularly for us, what is the purpose? Why did you open the company? And what service or product are you offering to the world that is going to help the world? Um, That without that, if you dive straight into marketing, you're kind of driving without a roadmap. Yeah, I can imagine. Thank you for sharing uh, some of these inner secrets of the the Don Draper marketing world that you're talking (laughs) about. I always wondered how people did things in the afternoon as well. You're saying they just didn't get stuff done in the afternoon. I couldn't well, think. Well, the, the account execs were just absent. I was locked to my desk until midnight. Oh, okay. That's a, <laughs> that's a different story. Um, so, you know, talk to me a little bit about, uh, you know, um, I, I'm losing my train of thought because uh, now I'm thinking about, the, you know, you in this cool fedora back in the day and then, you know. <laughs> you're not that you're not nearly that old to be telling these stories uh, from this way. It seems that crazy. Not that old, not a, not John, Don, not Don Draper, but in the in the, the invention of the World Wide Web and the Apple. So I studied the Apple Macintosh when I was in college. Yeah. And and that's how I got into the corporate world was through knowing the software of an Apple. And, and that's really I'm cool. still still there. And you are still there. Um, you're, you're able to do it in this place, you know, which is really cool. I imagine there's uh, something about your business and what you do that could uh, go anywhere in the world, but you choose to do it here in this very, you know, I'd say odd, we can call it whatever we want, but uh, very relational valley. I know that's really important to you and your business structure. And people say, you know, we make that joke up here sometimes like, no, it's really, it's, no, it's about who you know, but in this place, it really, really is. So your pictures can be as pretty as possible, but how do you navigate a relational valley in what you do? Sure. So I was just sharing uh, that I, uh, coming from Chicago, so I I was born and raised in Chicago and worked corporately there for some time, also California, and I thought it was pretty laid back. And when I moved here, 
I was kind of a bull in a china shop with my business. And I wanted, you know, I had clients nationwide, but I moved here for the nature and for, for the lifestyle. And so I learned quickly what you say is that you need to get to know your community and get to know the human being first before you ever talk business. And I think that can have pros and cons as I know, you know many people that have no idea what I do, but we mountain bike together and we ski together and you know, should the opportunity show up, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it. And I certainly, um, I'm not much of a chit chatter. I am pretty deep and I'd like to have deep conversations because I think that's where the quality is. So I think it's about connectivity. And, you know, I sat next to a gentleman this morning on the chairlift who was closing a deal while we were riding up. I'm like, isn't, you know, that makes your day. And so we move here for that reason. I, I believe, yes, I've lived in metropolitan cities and I've lived here um, actually 97 to 2000. And I left because my, I was making 50% of what I was in the city and I needed to figure out how to survive. And so I left for a decade and went to Los Angeles and San Francisco. And I figured out the way to survive is to launch a business and to really look at what is your why or your purpose. So for me, I'm advocating personally for access to nature. And it's one of the reasons my business morphed into outdoor recreation only is that I feel I need to have inspiration and healing by stepping away to nature. As you said, you do it with your dog. I do it, you know, skiing or whatever, using it as a tool also for focus. So I live here because relationships are so vital to me and the nature is so important. I feel like uh, thankfully due to COVID, it's a great COVID lesson is nature is so healing. And so we're pretty fortunate to live here. And But I also believe it's important to get out and to um, look at the resources that are available to us around the state or around the country and then bring it home and make sure that we continue to cultivate the community so that folks don't feel the need to move away based on lack of um, professional offerings. Yeah, thank you for that. As a chamber professional, we really appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> You can pay me later. Yeah, we, we, we really appreciate that. Um, you know, one of the cool things that you do as well is that uh, it's about giving back. You know, I mean, obviously you're you're expanding brands and, and you're giving so much to the clients through the services, but the giving back is cool. The 1% for the planet, the protecting our winters, like that's really cool, you know, and, and probably hard when you're starting your own business and figuring that, but how did like this giving back become such a big part of it? Sure. Well, that's anchored in in purpose. So the, for me, um, I believe that how it showed up in my life was that I, I don't have children and I thought, you know, what am I leaving behind? And one of my litmus tests of the day is when I lay my head down, I go, did I use my time wisely today? God forbid something happens, am I content with my life? And, and I quite am, but I was like, I, you know, there's so much more to do. I feel like I, I'm only halfway there. Yes, I'm going to live to like 110 or something, <laughs> um, but I want to make a difference. And so I looked at there, you know, there are 18 global crises uh, defined by the United Nations. How can I look at that list and not have compassion and not have yeah. empathy? And so I do the work with myself and my team and our clients to say, let's look at that list and let's see what, what calls to you. And so I choose with, I choose within that. And so our clients all either already have purpose in their business, or we help them to figure out what is their cause? What is their why? And how do we add it into the business model? And there's, yes, it feels great. And yes, it's the right thing to do. It's also a financial advantage 
if you integrate it into your business, you will grow two to three times faster. So for, for me, that's why we narrowed to outdoors. Um, slightly lost my train of thought there. How we, oh, so most recently, yes, you saw that it was, it was Giving Tuesday, it was Colorado Gives Day. So we walk the talk, we have to, you know, it's our, it's who we are. So we choose to, we are 1% for the planet members. And what they do is they give, they, they prove through tax documentation that we donate 1% of our revenue back to nonprofits. And so we have chosen to donate 50% of our annual revenue in our own county in Eagle County. So this year we divided it amongst four, uh, the Cycle Effect, Vail Valley Mountain Trail Association, Vail Mountain Rescue, and who's my number four? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good three. No, and it's like you can learn a little bit about you just yeah. right there in your organization. Well, and it's so, you know, it's so interesting. And, and then the other 50%, that's going to kill me a month. I'll look it up while we're looking at that. You um, did a sacred cycle or, yeah. <laughs> well, see, though, that's the interesting thing. So I was just going to say one of the dangers of what I do is I become the brand. I become the client. And I'm so, our team is all in. Yes, I'm the face of the company, but we have an affiliate team of 19 people around the country that work on teams. And in the Vail Valley is very well known for leading Sacred Cycle. And they are fantastic. They do amazing work. I was their contract part-time executive director. So for the past three years, I was quite well known for that. But they, um, I have moved on from there. So it's a challenging thing to sort of birth, grow the baby and hand her off, but yeah. it's time. And it, you know, that is a successful brand that grows beyond you and grows yeah. beyond the leader. You give them the foundation. And so it was with intention that I chose to donate to other brands this year because I want them to, um, to grow as well and to garner attention through that. So um, SOS. That's it, number four. I can't believe go. I couldn't remember it. <laughs> Yay, SOS, yes. That's so, really cool. you know, if you look at who we chose to donate to on Colorado Gives, they all have to do with outdoor and, and improving access to nature. Yep, and that's really cool. And that's really cool that you look at that with your team and that you guys make that decision. You know, you say that you feel, you know, a sense of duty, a sense of responsibility and a sense of compassion when you see that list. Most people, when they see it, they, they feel guilty. And so they don't look at it again. So I'm glad that, uh, that, you know, you're able to get past that with the team and do something about it, which is, which is just really cool. Um, we don't have much more time, but uh, I want to, I love the, just, I want to pick your brain forever, to be honest, but uh, give us a little bit about, um, you know, we're, we're driving along, we're listening to this podcast. I, I do it so often in the car. I think of people in the car listening to this, but, you know, when you think of your personal brand, you think of the what you want to present when you go out there in the world what, what's something that people don't often think of uh you know i mean you you have this uh this persona that i want to project but what's uh, maybe one or two tips about uh, you know kind of understanding what my personal brand is i know it's super broad question but i'm just looking for like a oh no i've got this little tidbit that i've always gone back to what's like the tool of, a, of how, how you create a personal brand for an individual or are you asking about my personal brand no i know for an individual for somebody for out sure. there who wants sure. you know, professional advice for free? Yeah. Yeah. So here's my here's my formula, if I can remember it. When you think about what you want to do with your time in your life, what will your what will your legacy be? What will your career be? Where will your vacation be? What are your hobbies? Do all of those line up to create an impression? 
And based on your values, so if you choose five values or you can Google many worksheets of uh, personal values, typically I recommend choosing five values. Based on those values, how do you choose to participate in your community? So what job do you choose? Where do you volunteer? Um, where do you spend your time that aligns with your values? And then once you participate in that community, if you envision a networking event or a volunteer event and you walk away and you leave, what they say about you is your personal brand. So what is the impression that you want to leave behind in a good fashion? You know, you hope that these are positive things when you leave. And so for me, in terms of a, um, an effective brand, it is consistent, memorable, and polished. Yeah. And that works for humans as well. What are you known for? What are you consistent with? Are you memorable? Like, I don't want to be normal. Like you said, let's fly our freak flags. Let's be different. Let's push the envelope. Let's be innovative and polished. Yeah, I went skiing this morning and now I, you know, I'm ready for a podcast, but we, to be polished means like pay attention, be present and be engaging and listen. Yeah. Thank you for, uh, for all of that. Holy cow. I feel there are people who are like scrambling all over the road right now trying to get a piece of paper to write this down. It's okay. <laughs> <You> know, it's, <laughs> it's free. You can go back and, uh, and get those, those tips right there. But thanks for. Yeah. For and you can talk to me in the grocery store or on the chairlift or at it, the next networking event. I think, you know, that's one thing for me is that I can potentially be um, seen as a go-getter businesswoman. And I'm also a tomboy and I also have a heart of gold. So uh, I'd love to chat with anyone yep. always. I can attest to that. Claire's been a friend for many years and she's about as approachable as uh, can be, but also like you can hear a very forward thinking uh, business leader in our community. And, and one that, uh, that we're so happy to have as a partner here at VVP. People do want to connect a little bit further. What's the website? It is GoCollisome, G-O-C-A-L-L as in Larry, O as an ox, S as in Sam, U, M as in Mary, dot com. <laughs> dot com. Claire Heffern is the founder and, uh, and just awesome. And uh, thank you for being able to, or thank you for sharing some of your time today. And uh, Absolutely. And some, we appreciate that. Thank you for having me today. It's a treat. All right. Uh, it's the Partnership Podcast. Uh, we've got, uh, I don't know, there's not anything more. This is the end of it. Thank you for listening. Cheers. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now and find more resources at valevalleypartnership.com.